Hi everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of Elephant Parade. We are your hosts, Prisha and Esatoyan. We are so, so excited to start. Are you excited to start? Yes, I am very excited. <laughs> good, good. So, if you already didn't know, the Elephant Parade is obviously by teens for teens, and we're really going to be talking about issues that are important to us and I hope everyone else. We really want to look at everything kind of through the lens of social media, but also obviously through our lens, you know, our own personal stories. So, yeah, let's start. We're actually going to start off with the topic of self-affirmation. Can you talk a little bit about, about that? Um, yeah, so today's episode is going to be focusing on self-affirmation and basically self-confidence and the mental health and awareness that comes with it. And what it looks like in today's age is self-affirmation and self-confidence even a thing in today's age? The way that people our age portray self-confidence and portray what it means to love yourself through the lens of social media, there's a lot of differing opinions about what it means to be self-confident and be true to yourself. So that's basically what we're going to be discussing today. And I feel like it's super important to talk about this now more than ever. Um, I feel like we're all kind of depending on social media just to connect with other people. And it's it's really tough to maintain that level of self-confidence that you may have had before just by seeing other people and not actually having a lot of human contact. Um, and I think it's really important to talk about this right at this time and really look at how we can you know, upgrade our self-confidence, upgrade our self-esteem, but also understand maybe why we aren't having the best, best self-esteem as of lately. Um, yeah, and to focus on our teens' pers- perspective as well, in all aspects, whether it be how productive you are, how you look, who your friends are, how many places you go, there's always a sort of external pressure from social media and also your friends to have a lot of things going on to be as productive as possible to know a lot of people and to wear a lot of clothes and look really good and etc etc you know especially during the pandemic i don't know if if you notice but like there's basically become this vacuum on all platforms of social media youtube tiktok instagram where it's basically like i I refer to the genre as like the glow up genre Mm -hmm. where it's just people making videos about how to glow up your life or oh 20 habits to start during the pandemic or etc etc and it's very strange to me because a lot of people see this as wanting to better yourself or wanting to sort of just improve your quality of life which can be true but how much of that motivate motivation is actually genuine and you actually want to better your life and how much of that motivation is just everyone else is doing it and I don't want to be left behind. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And especially the fact that it grew I think that's 
what you're kind of referring to. I feel like a lot of people are, I mean, I think it was a phase before too where people were like doing um, morning and night routines where they would have a super, super productive life and then other people would kind of follow suit and be like my ideal morning routine, right? But now it's turned into this kind of phase of being like being that girl or whatever and trying to be super productive all the time. And it really, I think it pressures a lot of people. I know it definitely pressured me, um, especially if like the pandemic was just starting, right? I I was like getting up early in the morning. But I I mean I think I like getting up early in the morning. It's more I felt this weird pressure to just to feel like I was doing enough. I think I was doing enough before, but the fact that so many other people were following this routine of becoming a better person and it kind of put pressure on myself to be like, oh, you need to be better. And like you said, is it an actual need to change, like an internal desire to better oneself? Or is it just a need to fit in at that point? Because I feel like we might not think that we're doing it to fit in with other people, obviously. Like, I'm not getting up in the morning and be like, oh, I'm doing this so, like, other people can, you know, accept me in society. Like, that's not the first thing that goes into my mind. It's more like, oh, I want to be that productive. But that comes from the idea of other people doing the same thing and you wanting to have that lifestyle, right? I feel like social media really enforces that and enforces you to rethink your self-worth and think that you need to re evaluate it because you need to be more productive or be doing something else i feel like it's also interesting how um capitalism and also education culture lends to this because i saw like a post the other day and i was like in the early 2000s to get into an ivy league or private college or whatever higher education institution, all you had to do was like have good grades and maybe do a couple extra extra curriculars. And then it was like in 2020 to get into a private institution, you need to own your own business and be a millionaire and have a thousand followers on so-and-so platform. And it's like, what do you think about that? Because I feel like a, a, a lot of it also is, even if they're not pressured to do it from your peers, you feel the need to do that because you feel like, oh, compared to my peers, they've done so much at such a young age. My application is lacking. And I feel like a lot of teenagers, they do the activities that they do, not because they are genuinely motivated to do it, but because they're like, oh, this is going to look good on my college application, or I don't have enough things compared to my friends. So that's the reason why they do it. Exactly. I 100% agree with that. The fact that there's, like, so many how I got into this place or, like, college reaction videos, right? It, it's so concerning for me. Like, I'm not going to lie. I went down that rabbit hole, too. I'm not going to do it for the sake of my mental health. Because it honestly makes me compare myself so much and be like, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. People are constantly thinking that they have to change themselves just to 
you know, get to that level. It really makes people also think that they're worth a different amount just because of accomplishment. It just measure self-worth based off of that. You can't even look at the outcome. It's really hard to look into the future and be like, oh, I will definitely get into this college if I do X, Y, and Z. And it just turns into this culture of constantly being productive and one-upping each other just so you can compare yourself to other people and be like, oh, I did better than them. I'm going to get into this college. Yeah, and it's also, like you said, like hive mind culture because then it sort of becomes the opposite where it's like people are almost self-deprecating because they're so burnt out from trying to keep up with their peers for the sake of either validation from their peers or I don't know, looking good on their college apps and it's like they end up they end up posting all these um posts or hashtag relatable posts where it's like, oh yeah, we get two hours of sleep at night. I'm I'm failing all my classes or um I'm drowning in schoolwork or like I'm so overwhelmed by schoolwork. And it's like, why are you bragging about this? And it's not bragging. It's more self-deprecating, like I said. But it's still sort of worn as almost a badge of honor to be so productive and be so overwhelmed by the amount of things you're involved in that you're losing sleep. Like, your mental health is completely eroding because you're so drowned in everything you're involved in. And half of the things you're involved in aren't even genuine. It's just like you saw the opportunity, so you you decided to join. And it's like, these don't, those type of things don't really build your self-confidence or your security. Those type of things are used to sort of validate yourself and build your self-confidence and build your security because now you're like, okay, before I wasn't involved in anything, but now I'm involved in 20 things and I have all these contacts and et cetera, et cetera. So you feel more confident in yourself, but it's like, was that genuine growth? Even though that the result, one could argue the result is the same in terms of you feel more confident in yourself and you like yourself more because you're more productive, where is that being drawn from? When does that meet its end? When you get into college and you get into the college you want and it's like, okay, but I wasted all my teen years doing something that I didn't really like. All those things that I like to get into so-and-so college, it's like, do you even want to be at that college? Do you even want to be in that field that you chose to do because a lot of choices as well they're not really intentional and they're not really done as the as smaller steps to a larger goal they're sort of just done as a way to fill up your time but it's still self-assuring like oh I'm doing this activity to fill up my time so I'm self-assured but that activity you're doing isn't really going to contribute to what your larger goal is. And the problem is you don't even know what your larger goal is. Mm-hmm. You don't, you haven't done the self-searching and the self-reflection to find out what do you want to get out of life, basically. So you're sort of getting dragged along with everyone else because you're just following what everyone else is doing. And then you end up looking back and it's like, 
I wasted all my time doing things that literally will contribute nothing to what I actually want to do with myself now. Yeah. I honestly self confidence, like especially self deprecation, it just feeds off the fact that other people are doing the same things as you, you know? Like when you see more and more people uh just like following the current, you're gonna be dragged along with it if you don't have enough confidence to be like, What I'm doing is enough and if you're constantly looking at what you're doing as making or breaking the love for yourself, it it honestly pushes you further along that current, I feel like, because if you base your self-worth off of other people, you're just depending on them for happiness instead of looking at yourself and truly looking at what inner growth you can have on yourself and what you can do to fulfill your desires instead of being like, oh, this is what other people are doing and how can I go above and beyond that to be better, you know? You're just basing everything you want off of other people instead of off of yourself like do you really want to become another person i i think that's what de- you know like deteriorates your confidence because you're it's not self-confidence anymore it's confidence of others <laughs> that was so bad but it's, it's kind of true because it's confidence based on other people um but actually that, that reminds me of this book i was reading um I don't exactly remember the name of it, but they were talking about ego, right? And it was, it's basically saying that I am supposed to do this. I am this kind of person. Making these kind of like assumptions about yourself, right? Being like, oh, I'm supposed to you know, go to this top-tier Ivy League school, right? Setting that kind of, I guess, that's not necessarily a goal per se, but being like, I'm supposed to, right? That kind of makes a wall around what growth you can actually achieve because you're not letting yourself grow out of that container because you're suppressing yourself only to that I guess uh, assumption of yourself that expectation that you have right but that expectation that ego that you create is not for yourself it's off of other people right which is kind of ironic because again it's it's an idea of self but really you're making an idea of another person, right? And I think that's, I think it's important to realize that because if you don't actually self-reflect and be like, why am I thinking that I should be this person? Then you will end up following or trying to be a different person. I think like basically what you were talking about really is like just like outward 
admiration, you confuse outward admiration for a goal that you want for yourself. Like, you see the highlight reel, basically, of someone else's life, and you think, yeah, that's the life that I want, and that's, and then you start doing all these things to sort of emulate that person. And I feel like this sort of brings us to our next topic of, like, social media and the trend cycles and how capitalism also contributes to this process, because a lot of times you have sort of like advertisements for lifestyles and these lifestyles go in and out of popularity and you end up basically switching your entire personality and life goals based on whatever trend personality is in the present. For example, social activism. Um, A lot of people got into social activism in the latter half of 2020. And most of it was just resharing and reposting. And it's like, are you, are you genuinely motivated? Are you doing research on your own? Or are you just sharing Instagram posts? Or are you just joining that group because it's something to put on your college application? Or are you just joining that group because that's what everyone is doing at that moment? And that lends to capitalism because they basically turned activism into sort of its own aesthetic by marketing products that go with activism. I don't even know how to describe it, Mm -hmm. but another person compared it to what happened in the 70s and the 60s, which I find really interesting because 70s fashion is also popular right now. But basically, instead of um, the movement, the peace movements that were popular in the 70s, were basically turned into a personality and an identity. And that hindered the movement because people were joining the movement to just be like a hippie and they weren't, it wasn't genuine. And because of that, a lot of the work that and a lot of the goals and motivations in that peace movement around the time of the Vietnam War, they never came to fruition because it's like they were sabotaged by that idea of basically bandwagon and high mind culture where a lot of people were joining this movement in, in numbers, but the movement wasn't effective because a lot of the, these people were joining it and seeing it as an identity rather than a movement that affects everyone. And I feel like it is the same. I changed my entire personality to blend in with everyone else. So therefore I can't be invalidated. Because no one can invalidate you if you look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. No one can say, oh, your clothes are bad if that's the most popular cl- clothing right now. I... But ironically, after that piece of clothing is oversaturated and overused, suddenly people hate that piece of clothing because they never had confidence when buying that piece of clothing in the first place. Mm-hmm. They just bought it because everyone else had it. And then when everyone has it, it's like, oh, we're all quote unquote basic. Yes. I and it's like <laughs> you guys did this yourselves. You guys hopped on the platforms and said, Oh, this will make you look so great and you all raced out and bought it and then after you all raced out and bought it, now they're all on Depop and ASOS or whatever the apps are called. You're trying to sell it. 
Yeah. No, I've totally noticed that. Especially with, like, thrifting. I think thrifting is the biggest... That's another another personality that... that, I'm so sorry. I feel like that should be... That's another personality that got stolen. I feel like that should be a whole different episode. Because I feel like I could rant about that literally forever. Right? But... (laughs) Because, honestly, like you said, it just becomes... The only reason why on social media, just in general, like, socially, right, people want things that are unique, individualized, right? They want to obviously seek this culture of individualism. Um, and the thing is, people want to be so unique at this point that it doesn't reflect their own wants or needs it's just something that they're kind of following um to gain this new aesthetic that they find cool especially with thrifting i feel like i've noticed that a lot like when thrifting quote-unquote blew up on social media right People found it as an aesthetic, and they were like, oh, this is a really trendy look, right? Oh my god, I'm so trendy, I'm going thrifting, right? Um, Just to seek out this new individualized style, right? And like you said, as soon as it becomes more mainstream, or so many people start using it, or start wearing it, it's like, oh, I never liked this in the first place, I only liked it because other people liked it, it didn't come from a place of self-confidence in um, wearing what you wear, right, you don't wear it because you feel like you feel good in it, or you like the way you look in it, it's mostly just because it's just this niche thing that will make you feel more individual. And I think that's a really big topic for self-esteem especially because I think we are pressured more now than ever to become this more individualistic person to quote-unquote not be basic like you said because if anything becomes too mainstream now, it's automatically basic, which is really annoying because let a person live their life, stop calling them basic, like... First of all, it all comes down to accessibility to what they can have, so please don't ever call anyone basic. Um, it's not too bad, but you just have to remember that calling people basic will only enforce the fact that you want to be individual and unique, but and like you don't want anything to go mainstream, right? And you'll kind of push this fact that, like, if you are like everyone else, then it's bad. But then you also have to be like everyone else. It's very confusing for a person. I think it's confusing for everyone because now people want to be different, but they also want to be socially acceptable. Um, And quickly, to go back what you said about performative activism, I totally think we should make an episode about that, too. Um, Just to talk about how important it is to, if you are truly, truly passionate about the, um, about the movements, um, that you are currently following or participating in in some, in some way, um, maybe like how to actually make an impact and actively engage with the movement. And I want to go back to capitalism too. And I want to emphasize this because I feel like I go off on capitalism rants 
every single day. But industries only want your money, okay? I think I've seen about a dozen things, super random things, on TikTok today telling me that I should get it because I have interesting body parts that I didn't know that needed to be fixed. Like, apparently there's this weird, like, hip crevice thing that sticks out and I need to buy this hula hoop thing to fix it. Like, they only create these products because they want to sell this new insecurity that no one had, right? As soon as you convince someone that they need to be changed, they will buy it, right? That's how it works. If they're, if you convince yourself that nothing needs to be changed, because it really doesn't, unless it is medically required or you yourself want to do it. But at this point, it's really hard to tell if you want to do it or not, because literally everything influences your thoughts. That's a different story, right? But it's really hard to tell if you yourself want to change that. They are getting their self-confidence from looking like everyone else, especially, and girls, and girls too. But then once they look like everyone else, they're also criticized for it, specifically girls. I, I feel like it's less of an issue for guys to mm-hmm. look like everyone else, but girls especially. Any item, activity that a bunch of girls like is sort of turned into a joke. One of the easiest ways to insult the quality of an artist or a content creator, whether it be influencer, YouTuber, etc., is to say, oh, all of their fans are 12-year-old girls. All of their fans are 14-year-old girls. And it's like, just because a bunch of girls, solely because a bunch of girls enjoy a specific person or artist or activity, that somehow the quality of that activity lessens. Mm -hmm. And I find it so strange that as soon as society switches and says, you know what, this is basic, you're going to be like, yeah, this is basic, and move on to the next trend and then contribute to overconsumption. Because there's nothing wrong with looking like everyone else and drawing inspiration from social media, but the issue really draws from the fact that this isn't long-term. If you're establishing self-confidence in a personality that isn't true to you, when that personality becomes the joke and the punchline of the world, you're going to be stuck hanging dry because it's like, I turned my entire personality into that for the past month or months. But my main point is, if your self-confidence is rooted in a personality that you took off of a social media site, then when that personality, without a doubt, goes out of fashion, the same way sort of there are certain millennial personalities, like, I, I don't know if you've heard of Chugi or et cetera, mm-hmm. goes out of fashion. You're going to be feeling really, really insecure. And then you're going to move on to the next trendy personality because you don't want to be left behind. And it's okay to be inspired like social media, like I said, but do self-reflection before you consume because then when that personality goes out of style it's not going to matter to you you're not going to be thinking oh people aren't wearing that wearing this anymore people aren't doing this activity anymore i should stop because you made that decision to align your life towards whatever that is on your own 
you intentionally decided like, you know what, this is what I want my life to be. And this is what I want my life to look like. And in that case, that is growth. That is building your self-confidence because all this temporary gratification that comes from looking like your favorite influencer isn't worth it because in the long term, it contributes to overconsumption and it destroys your self-confidence because you're going to feel like you don't have a personality, basically. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I think we have to make a disclaimer just saying that if you feel like you are okay with the outward persona that you put out to the world, but you feel like you are, influen- you are being influenced by other people, it is okay, like Justin Point said. It's like okay to be inspired by the internet. But I think the most important thing when we're looking at, you know, self-esteem, it's just to reflect and kind of be aware that you are constantly being affected by others' perception of you, the trends that are going on. You're, you're going to fall under the influence of it. You're going to want to change your personality to fit in. And it's okay to do it, but I think it's important to be aware of it so your actions aren't completely controlled by it. And I think that's the whole point of this episode, just to know that there are ways you can find validity within yourself without needing outward validation, without feeling like you are being controlled by others. And if if you feel like you're being inspired by others, that's fine. But again, if you want some sort of control over your own, I guess, perspective and the way that you hold yourself, it's important to be aware that you're being influenced and also take steps to self-affirm yourself and make sure that you are practicing self-care. And I know it's really broad and I think that people have this idea of taking this journey of self-love and self-care and they think it's like, I don't know, a day at the spa or like doing your nails or something or putting a face mask on. But it, it can just mean making steps to ensure that you are making sure that you are protected and homely and making sure that you are taking care of yourself in the best way you can. Like, imagine you have a pet or, like, a plant, like, you're going to do the best thing for it, right? Just practice that on yourself because I feel like people aren't super self-aware sometimes and they kind of treat themselves as, like, an external being that has to be controlled or influenced by everyone else and, like, do things constantly for other people, but the first step of being compassionate towards others is first being compassionate with yourself, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, and being content with yourself. When you're content with yourself, you're not always going to seek acceptance and validation from other people and constantly, you know, being kind of pulled towards one way um, of important decisions in your life or important choices or you know just like every day-to-day life um and i mean i guess we could kind of like discuss about you know some 
ways that you could practice self-care but again it's in it's different for every individual person and start practicing self-affirmation self-care um is by listening to this really cool podcast called affirmation pod um they actually have a blog with kind of the affirmations like piled up in one place but again if you want to listen to it it's a great way to make yourself feel a lot better and more content with the way you're feeling um yeah and it's it's a great resource and i just want to thank everyone who listened to this um all the way especially and yeah also if you want to just learn more about self-affirmations in general and self-acceptance slash confidence um you can follow our Instagram at elephantparade underscore, which you should already be doing anyway. And there you can get updates on our podcast. And also, like I said, you can, you will find sources on all of those things. And I asked for you for this episode in general is just to reflect on what it is that you want out of life and the kind of person you want to be. And after doing that self-reflection, it may take a long time to do, but just be more conscious and mindful when consuming social media and also when buying things and implementing certain activities into your life. And think, am I doing this because of myself and because this is what makes me happy and therefore will make me more confident in who I am, or am I doing this because of external factors? Thank you so much for listening once again. Next episode will be out August 14th. So look forward to it. Bye. Bye. Guys.